6.43, Friday evening, Boston, Massachusetts. Guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hello and welcome back to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm your co-host, Ross. And today on the pod, we are talking Season 1, Episode 6, The Gang Finds a Dead Guy. Story by Glenn Howerton, Charlie Day, and Rob McElhenney. Written by Rob McElhenney. And directed by Dan Addis. I, I might be pronouncing his name wrong. I, I got to Attias? Yeah. Is it Attias? I think it's Attias. Oh, I feel like an idiot. So yeah, um, off the bat, this is my favorite episode of the season, and... I'm not, let's not go through the rankings yet of all of them, but yes, this is my favorite episode. Oh, and before we get too further, I forgot to say that the original air date is September 6, 2005. Yeah, um, that year we found a dead guy. We did? Yeah, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, really? Yeah. 2005? Yeah, bummer, huh? Yeah, bummer. I remember listening to him when I was in high school and stuff, like real young, like like first stand-up comedy type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, him, Brian Regan, those type of guys. And yeah, I remember Mitch Hedberg being, there's still, I can't see a, a escalator, a broken escalator <laughs> without thinking, thinking of his joke. It just becomes stairs. It just becomes stairs. Sorry for the convenience. Yeah, yeah temporarily <laughs> stairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So true. So the cold open, 10.25 a.m. on a Friday. Mac and Dee are having a conversation about Tom Brady when they notice a guy still in the booth from last night. This is great. 2005, you know, when they start coming and talking about Tom Brady, I was surprised. He's been playing for the Patriots that long. Yeah. And that year, uh, 2005, they won the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a long time. <laughs> yes. That's what. Uh, that's why the uh, fandom for uh, the Patriots, I think, at this point, is so high. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't, I never, I never realized that just how long he's been, you know, kind of like a fixture in Boston sports. Yeah, he's like that train conductor that's like been working at the station for like fifty years. He's got to be almost done, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, his his brains can't be <laughs> worth <laughs> anything you, at this you, point, right? <laughs> I don't know. Brain damage. You I know? don't know. But let me ask you a question. No, you think Mac could break his arm? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're talking about a professional football this player's just, arm. This is such a funny conversation. He's like, I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going like, to break his arm. And he calls him a pretty boy? Yeah, pretty boy. This is uh, an early example of Mac thinking he can basically do anything. Oh, yeah. And he's jumping to security right now. Right. Know? Yeah. That Now, yeah, when they notice the guy in the booth... What a great camera shot. They spin around and the framing, the positioning of them is so yep. good where they're looking like kind of opposite ways and she's going over his shoulder. It's a great stage picture. Yeah. It really is. It looks really cool. And they notice a guy in the stall and, you know, they blame Charlie right away. First instinct. Who locked up last night? Well, well um, they're poking that guy. And it's pretty aggressive, right? Well, you know, like, when to he wake go- someone up and be like, "It's not the American Legion." Like <laughs> that, that line on? is very funny. Yeah. Hey, but hey, pal, it's not the American Legion. And just how he walks over and goes, "I'm gonna poke him with this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is like, I'm gonna poke him with this. Like just the he, he says, jabbing him. Oh yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. I wonder if the actor had like a padding in there or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because he is poking him. Yeah, it's noticeable. 
So they're poking him, and he falls over. That bitch is dead. <laughs> yeah, that is. That is a. Uh, yeah, that's a. That's a quite a line to start the show. Yeah, it's a bomb. Now, do you have anything on our dead guy? No, nothing. He's not listed. He's not on the. the <laughs> He's IMDb. not Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> is that crazy? I for sure thought. I thought, yeah, he's going to be listed. No, he's not. Wow. Okay. Very strange. But, uh, you know, we get some great uh, special guests, so we have some good facts coming up for them. Now, did you notice in this opening scene, they use the word shit and the word bitch? Now, I don't know. I don't remember when it started happening where, like, kind of. You can't swear at all. Or well, something. yeah, you couldn't swear at all. And then it was something like after a certain, yeah, it was after like a certain time or something where I think after 10, you could swear like a little bit and then it's got to get progressing <laughs> more and more. A little bit? Yeah. I think you could say certain <laughs> words. Until when? I don't know. I, I, but it's weird because this is 2005, so they're already starting to be able to do it on cable. Like starting to say like some Yeah, swears. but I mean these time periods with the cutoffs. Oh, I think like 10 o'clock or something. 10 o'clock you could say like damn and shit, shit yeah. and bitch. Yeah, I think so. And... I could be totally off on oh. this, but I'm pr- like I remember when we were watching TV going but you up. Could, you can't say like F or anything. No, right? never. That's never That's allowed. Like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I think they only get a certain amount of shits. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm okay. talking about? Like they can only say like a certain amount yeah. of times, stuff like that. The, the FCC. What, what's it called? FCC. The FBI. <laughs> no, it's too far. Too far. Oh no! Yeah, they they they're it's pretty brutal. Like what they can get away with. You know what I mean? It, South Park has a whole episode where they were allowed to say a curse word so many times, and then it like yeah. I I don't really watch South Park, but I remember that one. Yeah, they know all the uh, the rules. So then credits. The gang finds a dead guy. What do you think of that title? What do you what, do you, what you always ask me this question? What do you mean? How am I supposed to feel about a title? You could say like, you could like say nothing. We're getting into the situation. I like that we're getting into saying the gang does things now. Finally, right? It's, and it's and, like and you now know what? A and, pattern. And I also like that this sounds like a pitch. It's like, what's this episode about? The gang finds a dead. Guy. You're in the writers' room. Yeah, yeah. The, the gang finds a dead guy. It's just like a pitch. Right. And they t- they make a whole episode out of it. And I like that. Just like the pitch. The Bare Bones is the title. I, I actually kind of like that. It tells you the plot in just one sentence, you know? Do you not want me to ask you if you like the opening credits anymore? No, you could ask me. I mean, keep it going. Just I don't expect the answers. I'm just waiting for a $100 baby because that's my favorite one. And I'm going to talk about it forever because I think that's the funniest you know, title I'm, ever. I'm going to watch Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, no, we have to. We have to. We have yeah. to do the Lethal Weapons. We're going to do yep. them all. And yeah. we're going to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we're going to uh, do the whole Can thing. we? <laughs> Can we? That's a real honest question. We 100% can. Okay. Back from the credits, the dead body, who we later find out is Mr. Keen, is being taken away, and the whole gang discuss how this could have happened. And of course, right away, they blame Charlie. <laughs> it's got to be Charlie's fault. Well, he did close up with a dead guy in the. In, in he he the doesn't business. deny it either. No. It is, says, it is Charlie's fault this yeah, time. It 100%. actually is Charlie's fault. Yeah. Now, Charlie, right away, you know, they're, they're thinking what they're going to do, what they're going to happen here. Charlie's first instinct is to burn it. Yeah. He's going to get the gas He just likes to burn things. Yeah, I mean, and Mac never lets him. <laughs> but is this a, like a, is this something we see later? I don't think so. That he burns things? Yeah, no. or likes to burn, wants to burn things? I don't think we do. Not necessarily, but I think it is a pattern that simple things give him pleasure. You yeah. know, the yeah. simple act of burning something is enough to entertain him. Fair enough. It's kind of on game, I think. Right. As much as I think this is a D and... Uh, Dennis episode where they really shine. I th- I think they kind of lack in Mac and Charlie. 
Yeah, I think I think the Mac and Charlie side of this is oh, you know, it's hard because the dentist stuff is so strong. The dentist, it's it trumps. It's and, so strong. <sighs> between Dennis's psychoticness and Dee's physical comedy, I mean, it's right there. Well, it's decided that Charlie should be the one to clean up. But before he really gets started, a woman enters the bar, claiming to be the granddaughter of Mr. Keen. You have anything on the granddaughter? Yes. Rebecca Keen uh, is played by Lindsay McKeon. She was born 1982 from Summit, New Jersey. She got her uh, acting start in 1995. She was in Boy Meets World, Saved by the Bell, The New Class. She was in 78 episodes. So she was in like the four seasons of that entire show. Sounds like she was a main character. Yeah. Since then, she's been in Supernatural, NCIS, One Tree Hill, a few other things. And she's great in this. Yeah. I mean, she has a pretty simple role in this. Now, the beginning of the scene when Charlie comes out in that outfit, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. (laughs) Well, even before, when he first comes out, you know, before even she walks in, he starts starts blasting with it. He starts to clean up, sort of. Yeah, he starts to clean up. And yeah, he comes out and he's wearing that outfit. It's a great sight gag. Yes. Works perfectly. And so, yeah, he goes up there and he's going to just blast the the booth with water. And, you know, don't question Charlie's methods. <laughs> well, you know, it's Charlie work. I think this is um a, the start of him doing Charlie work. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Charlie has his ways. You know what, what I mean, mean when, <laughs> when I say Charlie, Charlie has, has his ways. ways? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but, yeah, Charlie's, uh, I love Charlie's just outfit. Everything here is so on point and so funny. And so Dennis stops him from doing this, you know, because he doesn't want him to spread the germs and all that. And what is that? Science talk? What, what is Dennis, a scientist? Well, uh, you know, just after me saying this is not a Charlie episode, this really is a Charlie <laughs> episode. I mean, look at it. It's right Charlie there. Charlie does a lot. Yeah, he does defining a lot. Charlie work. Yeah. Um, you know, he does some physical stuff later that's kind of goofy with the, right. with the hat and the banana. And the science um, talks establishes his, his IQ. Illiterate. His, yeah, he's just like not understanding words or right. what things are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Rebecca comes walking in, and I love this, how they, how they run up, you know, Mac runs up. Nope, we're not closed. We're not closed. We're, we're open. No, I'm the I'm, I'm the owner. No, you're not. <laughs> so, we own it. He goes, we own it together. And Dennis says, not, not really. really. <laughs> what? What? Like, that is yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Like, what a deny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there was like an improv scene or something, you'd be like, what are you doing? Stop. You know what I mean? Like, it just denies. No, nope. my son. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's exactly right. So she comes in and she says she's the granddaughter of Mr. Keene and she's there and she just kind of wants to get, you know, a thought of what, you know, his, his last night was like, where he spent his last night. That's and right. Char- Charlie's, well, even before that, Charlie's like, I'm sorry for your loss. You <laughs> yeah. know, when she comes in right. and the, the, and the look, they turn over and they all look at him. The look they give him is so perfect. And he's holding his hands up kind of like a surgeon or something. Is and he nods his head yes. It's a brilliant move. I have to ask, is this line from another... Is this like Sorry for your loss? Yeah, is this I don't think so. or something? I don't think so. It feels that way because it's such a perfect line. I don't know. It right. just seems so perfect the way that was all situated. I just think because he looks so ridiculous and like what he's doing over there. Right. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, she says, I want to see where he spent his last night. And Charlie says, over in this vicinity. And the way he moves his arm, he kind of like points with the back yeah. of his hand, kind of. <laughs> he's like, somewhere in this vicinity here. So Mac takes this opportunity to hit on Rebecca. And he sort of starts lying about knowing her grandfather 
And now, this is a big move for Mac. Right totally now. big move. Huge this move. is like huge move. This is crazy. Oh yeah, huge Just move. Ah, uh, yeah, I kind of knew him. I knew him. Whatever. And while he's doing this, Dennis is like catching on, catching yeah, on right away. And you watching. can see his face. He's watching. Great and acting. He's putting up with this. Great acting by Glenn Howerton. Like he's taking in. He's listening. Yeah, he's seeing he's what's reacting, going on, and he's waiting to. Right? to and, Pounds, and you he know? and he jumps in there, and he is so good. At oh, just he's sh- perfect! Oh my goodness, he's so good. And his eyes kind of like start squinting a little bit. Yeah, and he's just like he's getting yeah, into it. I'm into it. Like this is happening yeah. now. He loves it. It's you. You he can like Glenn Howerton conveys a sense that like Dennis loves doing these things. Yes, he's uh getting off on it. <laughs> you want to get off, don't you? Oh, you want to get <laughs> off, don't? <laughs> Oh, no. So after Rebecca leaves, the gang argues for a bit, and Dee starts thinking about Pop-Pop. Now, somebody, Ross, somebody just yeah. died here. You know what I mean? Yeah. His, his family abandoned him. Can't we just think about that for a minute? Why the heck would we do that? <laughs> these <I> guys, <laughs> These guys are despicable. Yeah, they really are. I mean, it's just like there's nothing, you know? Dennis go, outright calls him an asshole. You know, yeah, and now they're just trying to bang this guy's niece. <laughs> yeah, right. This that's, is it's all it's granddaughter. Or it's whatever. gross. It's, it's like it's disgusting. so gross. <laughs> and I love the camera swing. You know, they they start talking about how about nursing homes and old people, mm-hmm. and the, the camera swings over to Charlie, and he's just standing there, and he's like, "Yeah, have you ever been to a nursing home, dude?" Sad throwaway. It's sad throwaway culture. Yeah. Man. He starts blasting the yeah. booth. It is such a perfect. It's a great line. Oh, it's, it's a, a great, great sting to the end of the scene. It really is a great way to end that scene. And with a great music cue, we cut to Charlie's apartment where D shows up to ask Charlie for a favor. Do you notice that music that plays at the beginning of the scene? Uh, no. What was it? It's like this. Mu- it's the music that is playing on Charlie's TV. Yeah, it's the cartoon that he's. It sounds like a cartoon. I don't know what it is, but he's 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 listening. He's watching TV when D shows up, and yeah. they're playing the music of the sh- of the show that he's watching underneath them talking. Like you can hear it the whole time. Dia diagenetic diagenetic music. You know, di- di- you know what diagenic no, what means? What are you saying? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> di- diagenic. Do you know what it is? I do. I do now. <laughs> okay. Diagenic is when, in a scene, the actors and the characters can also hear that music. It's not the score of the. It's not the score of the show or the movie. That music is actually playing in the world of the scene. Yeah. Right. It's called diagenic. Right. Oh, I didn't know there was a term for it. Well, now you do. And the more you know, star, oh, star symbol. G.I. Eric. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he's listen, he's watching some sort of cartoon, and Dee shows up, and, you know, she wants him to go to the nursing, nursing home. With home her. Yeah. Cause, with her. Yeah. And, yeah. And Dennis isn't going to go. And I love Charlie's little, like, Dennis isn't going to go? Oh. Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, really? Like, he's just like, kinda, yeah. he's being a nice guy here, Charlie. Yeah. He's being nice this whole episode. Extremely nice, actually. Yeah. And so, you know, when Dee comes in, she's like, I'm jumping around a little bit in this scene, but this scene is so good. And she, she, D comes in and she's like, you know, this pl- I like what you've done with the place. And he's like, yeah, I've done some rearranging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he dusts off like the dirtiest, like popcorn or something. Couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he has um, a Dunkin' Donuts like donut box that was there in a previous episode. 
it was the same box. It's oh, in the wow, same I spot. I didn't even notice it's that. Very, it's a Dunkin' Donuts box. It's in oh. the same spot. You still get the America's Most Wanted poster. That's true, and the, and the door boarded up. And how about Charlie's bartering here? He'll go with You D. mean his like accompaniment for the car in a meal? Yeah, he's bartering. He'll, he, he, he'll, he'll, he'll go, but, you know, if he can use the car. Whenever he wants. No. Um, once a week. Nope. Once. Okay. <laughs> and you have to buy me lunch every day for a year. No, I don't. Twice a week. Nope. Once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. It's such a it's great I can, I timing. I could watch them play that game me forever. Me too. Me too. And 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 Caitlin Olson's okay. Like her delivery yeah. is so good. No, nope, I'm not going to do that. Both times. Yep. Yep. She says it like it's the first time. She's great. Yeah, her delivery is so good. Back at Patty's, Mac and Dennis are playing darts and arguing over who can win Rebecca's affection when Rebecca herself walks into the bar. I can get hot chicks. Mac, don't embarrass yourself, all right? I will always win in these circumstances. You will not, dude. She's coming over here to see me. She's coming over here to see you because you were the one that answered the phone, dude. That's just semantics, bro. You know, I have a real shot with this chick. You can't beat me here, okay? I, I will always win in these circumstances. I will one-up you. I'm sharper than you. You're I'm not sharper on my toes. Shut up. Shut up. You shut up. You shut up. Hi, guys. Hey. hey. Is this a bad time? No, no. this is a great time. We, we were just we were talking, we were about, just your, talking about We were talking uh, about your grandfather. Emotions are running very high around here today. Yeah, it's been a difficult couple of days for me. Yeah, I so. try not to think about me, though, in circumstances like this. More importantly, how are you? So at the start of this, Dennis is just saying it how it is. He's just like, you know, you can't beat me. And he's being so honest and just straight with Mac. Like, you can't beat me. Yeah. Um, Dennis loves this, though. It's not really about the Rebecca. woman at it's all. It's not about Rebecca. It's about let me take what Mac wants. And I love when Rebecca comes in and they start talking to her. Dennis is just making moves. Oh, he's, he he's is one step ahead. On. Yeah, he's one step ahead of Mac. Like everything Mac says, he twists into something good for him and it's, negative for Mac. For Mac. Yeah, it's it is, perfect. It is like brilliant. Like if someone was doing that in real life, you'd be like, "I, I hate you so much, at, I have to kill you." At this point, <laughs> if I was Mac, I'd give up. Yeah. I'm done. I, I, you're obviously he done. He already burned me. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Like, I don't know how you would possibly come back from that. Right. Because when, you know, she's talking to Mac on the phone, she honestly probably didn't even know or remember which either was. It could have been a random, you know what I mean? it could have been a random employee. It could have right. been anybody. That's when he says, that's, like, that's why when Mac says, you know, she's coming to see me, Dennis is like, that's just semantics. She's just coming because you're the one that answered the phone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, she really didn't have anything in mind prior to the visit. No. It could have been either or. Or neither. So they are starting out at a even playing field. Right. So over at the nursing home, Dee and Charlie are visiting Pop-Pop. Charlie's so calm when he comes to his nursing home. He's cool. He's collected. He kind of like looks like he feels at home. Yeah. You know, this is a perfect dynamic, though. Because Caitlin Olsen is freaking out. Right. Yeah. This is a nice. They they juxtapose each other very well. Yeah. He's like walking around. Is I think he's even eating in this scene. Is he walking around eating in the scene? Am no, I, I don't that think up? so. No, you're making that. Okay. He's eating in the last scene. He's okay. In one. Yeah, yeah. No. He's walking around, and you know, he's like, "What's that smell?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's probably urine and feces." He's like, "It phases him in no way whatsoever." It, he doesn't even write like. She's like, what's that smell? And he's just like, oh, it's yeah. Probably urine. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, it, yeah, it, what are you, like, why are you even asking me? Yeah, no surprise for him. No. And they go up to uh, Pop-Pop's room. Did you catch the room numbers? Uh, no, it was like D and E or something. Yeah, 17D and 17E. Oh. I guess, what is that? I guess that would be if he had a 17. roommate. Like two, for like, for like mailing purposes, maybe? 17D, 17E. It sounds like he has a roommate. But the room doesn't look like big enough for that. And I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. But I think, I don't know. I don't really don't know what that means. But it's 17D and 17E. If anyone out there is doing bar trivia, there you go. You know the answer now. <laughs> and this is a perfect shot of opening the door. Charlie opens the door and the way the camera is framed. Like the, the, this episode is, is the cinematography is so it good is in this great. episode. Like it's the, amazing. The camera work is really, really good in this episode. And the door opens up. And the lighting of that room, it, it is, it's <laughs> the set dressing, so it looks perfect. And so Dee is like, yeah, can we go to the bathroom? Is there a bathroom? Right, she's, she's trying to squirm she out of this. She starts freaking out immediately, yeah. of course. You got anything on Pop-Pop? Okay, so <laughs> Pop-Pop is played by Tom Bauer. Tom Bauer was born in 1938 in Denver, Colorado. He's been in a lot of stuff. He started acting uh, in 1973. How many acting gigs has this guy gotten, based on what I just told you? He started acting in 1973? Yeah, he was born in 1938. He has acted in 273 movies. No. (laughs) (laughs) You you actually went way higher than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> three what a, three movies. What a weird game. Okay, no, he was in 170. Still a that's lot. That's still a pretty. That's a lot. Working actor. And I think if you'll, we'll see the other ones later. You'll realize, wow, that was a lot more than the others. If that made any sense, it does. <laughs> Thanks. Well, he was in an episode of X Files. Oh really? Yeah. What well, you get the episode or anything? Yeah, on? it's not an exciting. Episode. It's like uh, one of those like small time ones uh, when like yeah. like the sheriff's son dies or sure, something sure, like sure, that, sure, sure, and yeah. they all have to figure it out when he when their car breaks down or something. Right. So D runs off and pop up mistakes Charlie for Dennis. But the way he like pops up is amazing he like coughs himself alive (laughs) like it's the the best thing i've ever seen yeah it's good like for for d to see something like that that's like perfect she's already yeah she's already petrified of them (laughs) like so yeah and charlie just goes with it here yeah he i you know what he's being nice this is another charlie being nice he's playing along because you know this this guy's so old his actual grandson won't go see him so you know what? I'll just make the guy happy. Ross, why don't you have some candy? No. Uh, have some damn candy. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just screamed too. Yeah. That's okay. Uh yeah, so that made me li- that made me chuckle a while. That was one of yeah, my I, I wrote this guy's creepy. Oh yeah, get right closer. away. He he wants everybody to get close. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's such an old person thing to do. Though he, he keeps saying Dennis, and like the way he talks, <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> he sounds like an evil guy, right, yeah. like a evil Sith Lord. So they start get to talking a little bit, and Pop Pop lets them know that you know they've been stealing all stuff from him. Who who's been stealing from them? <laughs> oh, the goddamn Jews! That says the Jews, and Charlie's oh reaction God. goes. He goes, uh. uh 
Jews. Jews. He like kind of goes like, uh, he doesn't know like what to do. He like does a quick like look around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to get out of there. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> I know that game. <laughs> but yeah, he he yeah, Charlie right away. Obviously, this guy's an insane racist. Like obviously, yeah, it, Charlie's putting in an in- uncomfortable situation. For sure. Oh, and so, so like even in there, like Charlie's like, oh, I should go check on D, and then he's like, no, D will be fine. And you get a nice quick cut to D in the bathroom, freaking Splashing her out. face yeah. with water <laughs> yeah. to t- calm down. Turns around to an old lady, <laughs> looking at a her. sweet old lady just standing there. She does a great scream. Yeah, amazing scream. Back to Charlie and Pop Pop, and he's asking Charlie for a favor. And Charlie right away thinks, oh, no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't know, know what to- button to press. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> that was so funny that mishap oh yeah that was so funny yeah he wanted to unplug him that is so so funny to me and uh he's yes. like no you idiot like he starts to get verbally abusive now. right yeah he gets like weird well he's an asshole yeah <laughs> and he uh <laughs> he's a nazi he's a nazi, he's a nazi son of a bitch <laughs> so yeah so he starts descri- he starts telling who he thinks is dennis he's saying you know you don't know this because of your that bastard father of yours. He's talking about Frank. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about this is Frank is actually Charlie's dad. So yeah. when he's saying your bastard father, he actually he's, is, he is talking, talking about, about Charlie's your... father. Wow. Is that weird? That's amazing. And he is a bastard. Well, Charlie's a bastard. Yeah. Your In bastard real... father. The father's not the bastard. If anyone could see Ross's face when he's thinking right now, <laughs> him thinking. Look, I'm tired, okay? <laughs> it's been a long day. So he wants him to go get his military uniform because he wants to be buried in it, you know? And he can't trust, I'm not even going to say it. What? <laughs> not saying They're it. not going to trust who? Uh, who? I, I don't know. It, that's another word. It's crazy they let on TV like that. Yeah, it's like the uh, N-word for Jewish folks. They said the N-word in the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> the N-word, the J-word. So if we didn't expect this, I mean, at this point, we're, at this point as an audience, this shouldn't be a shock. Like, we should be like, okay, we get this. No, when he says it, like, it, it hits me a little harder. Really? Yeah. Than just saying Jews. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I don't even like that I word. I feel like it's such a step up. And that's a word, like... I don't know, like, around here, like, in Boston, like, I don't hear that word. No, That's, like, I don't. not a word people use, really. It's, like, such a, like, an antiquated word. It's an old-timey yeah, word, I feel like. Like, it's not a word. There's only a few people left that say it. And Pop-Pop's one of them. <laughs> did you notice the uh, Roxborough storage facility? I actually did, yeah. I made a note of it. Because when, re- when we, Charlie's there later on, I actually wrote in what it was. Do you think there is one in Philadelphia? The fact that you're asking me... Leads me to say yes. I don't think there is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Googling it right now and I don't see it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll let you know what if I find one. So anyways, at Patty's, Mac, Dennis, and Rebecca are coming up with an idea for Mr. Keene's funeral service. And while she's saying this, Dennis is looking her up and down. Like, Glenn Houghton, the actor, he's making the co- the choice of, like, he's, his body he's sizing positioning, her up. he's sizing her up. He's, you can see his eyes go yeah. down and up. Actually, I never noticed He's checking that. out the goods. It's my first time noticing him doing that. Yeah. After I watched this episode like seven times today. <laughs> and Dennis beats 
uh, Mac here on every move. Everything Mac says, he twists. Well, it might be kind of hard to find some friends. Not for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, friends. (laughs) No, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. Yeah, not for me. (laughs) Not for me. Yeah, I can do it. Not for me. (laughs) It's not going to be hard for me. And <laughs> <laughs> the, just that line, yeah. he like just—it's like he physically takes a step in front of him, being and, like saying that. And he's doing this thing where he is just going with it, and he'll figure out the details later. Like he'll figure yeah. out how he, he would do he this is, later. He is jumping down the stairs, hoping to land. Right, and I—the ending, the the last line of the scene. What a blow is when he's like, "Can I get you a drink?" No, and we're a, fine, <laughs> dude. That is separating himself and the woman from Mac. Right. He's, that line. He's answering it's so, her. Yeah. It's like we. We and you are a different thing. It's crazy. That is crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> well executed. Charlie then drops by D's to borrow her car. It's weird that he's... Isn't it so weird that he's cashing in on that borrow the car thing so quick and soon? I love his attitude here. He's like jaunty. He's like happy. You know what I mean? He's kind of like, yep. He's kind of dancing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like kind of like in a good mood. Yeah, he's on a mission. He's not. Yeah, and uh, and, and this is another Charlie doing something nice. Yeah, he's, he's g- using his favor to do a favor for somebody else. Yeah, he's gonna actually go get that guy's stuff. And if that was like a- after knowing that this guy is a racist, racist. Yeah, yeah. If this guy had like an American uniform, he would have probably brought it to him. Yeah, it's weird. It works that way. And I love Dee's little line here when she says to Charlie, I'm the one who's supposed to feel better about myself. When Charlie says he's going to like help yeah, pop yeah, out. Yeah. I'm the one who's supposed to feel better about myself. Still selfish. It's always yes. still about them. No matter what. Like, you know. Someone's win is someone else's loss. In, 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 in improv, they teach you to like have an emotion that you filter everything through. Yeah. Everything D and even Dennis, a lot of everything they do is filter it through. Is it beneficial to me? me what yes. does it do for me? Right. Everything is filtered through that. And it's such an, it, it's funny. It always plays funny. Yeah. Uh, random trivia quiz. Oh no. What do you got? Did you catch D's apartment number? <sighs> no. <laughs> number nine <laughs> I never look for stuff like this I'm not good at this I love this stuff yeah uh, uh, these apartment I never is, know it's noteworthy you know uh, things like that I find interesting like these apartment number nine because it's like yeah. you know what is that is that like a random like is that just a set dresser like who makes those decisions like if I was running a show that is like something I would even want to like to have control of I would like, pick the number and oh, have yeah. it mean if, something if you wrote it then you could write that in yeah I just I, I just love that. Yeah, so D's apartment number is number nine. Again, all you bar trivia heads out there, D's apartment number, nine. D actually wants to go back to the nursing home. Yeah, and why don't she take a bus? Isn't that... <laughs> <laughs> that pisses me off. <laughs> well, <laughs> Would that you know, piss you off? Well, of course, but Pop-Pop said to keep it a secret. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's he going to do? I don't know, but... I don't know. It seems he, impossible to get away with. I don't know if he's... I don't know if he, like, thought he she actually would. And we later find out she actually does, which is crazy. So then from there, we cut to Mac and Dennis at a homeless shelter looking for people to pretend to be Mr. Keene's friends. So when they come walking in, <laughs> Mac is kind of like, well, this is crazy. You know, he's kind of like, well, what are we doing here? And Mac. And, yeah. Yeah. And Dennis. Is it like, is a crazy thing to be doing. <laughs> and Dennis says, you know, if you want to back out right now, go ahead. 
you know, he's like, I'm not backing yeah. out, whatever. Now, this back out he's thing. He's pushing the limits. This back out thing reminds me. This is a character trait we're going to see in Dennis. Pushing things. Pushing things. And he also, like, gets into character. He gets into, like, the role. This reminds me of when he's Brian Lefebvre. And <laughs> Mac is Vic Vinegar. Yes, and they're in the they're in the locker room at the golf course, mm-hmm. and Mac is like, "This is too much. We can't go any further." And he's like, "You know, if you can't take this the whole way, like, then get out of here." He's like, he fires. I mean, get out of here, Vinegar. He calls him Vinegar, but like, he's, he's so in character. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is like such a Dennis thing where he is, he will do everything it takes. Yeah, there's no there's no line for him. No. He'll make it happen. He'll make the lie become the truth. He's like a George Costanza in that way. Mac is wearing a polo shirt with a tie. That's classy, dude. <laughs> yeah, classy. <laughs> what are you talking about? A short sleeve. Oh, I didn't notice what you were wearing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Ned. I'm wearing it right <laughs> I'm now. So sorry. Uh, it is such a funny Mac thing where like Mac like doesn't know how to dress up. You know what I mean? He doesn't like understand it. Yeah. Well, if ha- he wears, like, tattered clothing, like, I don't know. He doesn't have a good fashion sense, you know? No. So they walk up to a homeless guy, and they ask him if he wants to make 20 bucks. That's that's a lot of money. Right. But does he have any better clothes? Right. Right, right. Of course. Right, of course. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> the, 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 like the guy just staring at them is so funny. He doesn't even think about talking. No, because it's such a stupid question. Yeah. And that's why they're like, right. Like, oh, we shouldn't even have asked that. They're no, like, of, oh, course. of course. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. crazy rude that they asked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insulting. Oh, um, that homeless man is played by Patrick Gorman. How many uh, acting credits do you think he has? I'm going to say 475. (laughs) (laughs) Close. 105. Wow. It's still a lot. Yeah. Wow. Uh, He got his acting start in 1975. He was in an episode of MacGyver, another favorite show of mine. Cool. I've never seen an episode. Uh, it's, It's got some good ones. I'd get in there. Yeah, that was a that was a show that I loved watching coming home from school. Oh, of course, yeah, when I was sure. a kid. He is a fourth degree black belt in Japanese martial arts. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Cool. That's the it's fun a, fact that I pulled up. It says that on his IMDb. Yeah, if you look up like fun facts or oh. whatever about him. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool, I guess. Yes, it'll mess with him. So at the Roxborough Storage Facility, Charlie is retrieving Pop Pop's military uniform. What a nice shot. He grabs the box, puts I it down. I know. The zoom in. It's perfect. Yeah, and then the opens the box. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Yeah, very good. And then cut. We we saw it all right there. That's all you need to and see. And that was like, what, four seconds? The four seconds. That's all yeah. you needed. Nuts. Do you, could you possibly remember the first time you saw this episode and what you thought was in the box? No, I, I had no imagine. idea. I, can't, I had no idea. I can't imagine what I thought it would be, too, either. Like, I just, I've seen this so many times. I can't, you know. Thinking now, I would still not put it together. Right. It's such a left field thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's a great reveal. I mean, I know he was being anti-Semitic earlier, but that could just be a symptom of him being old. Yeah, he's planting seeds. Right. Over at Mr. Keene's funeral service, Mac and Dennis show up with some of Mr. Keene's quote-unquote friends, 
and the competition over Rebecca continues. Oh, he'll love those guys. <laughs> and Mac looks over and shakes his head, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I love that line. Now, Dennis has a little something prepared. Oh, Mac, did you prepare something? I, uh... <laughs> oh, no, of course oh. he didn't. He doesn't do so well public speech, and his stuttering comes back. Like he his is third throwing grade throwing Mac under the, the bus. bus. He is like I thought at this point, like he's sort of ruining it for himself. He's almost going too far. He's hitting it so. He's hard. He's going too far. He's hitting it so hard. Where it's not like he's twisting anything. He's just being mean. And then of course Mac's phone rings. Oh, is that <laughs> your phone? <laughs> oh, it, it's um. He goes, oh, uh, I'm not, you going to answer Is it important? You going to answer that? Well, it's ringing, I think. It must be important. <laughs> <laughs> like, just calling more attention oh, to goodness, it. yeah. Just. So, Charlie gives Mac a phone call and wants him to come down to his apartment. Why? What do you mean, why? <laughs> it's an emergency. Oh. <laughs> just playing. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. I'm going to cut that out. Because <laughs> I did not get that at all. <laughs> So he goes back over to the dentist. He's like, fine, I'll go I'll go to Charlie's. And he, he goes back over to the dentist and he's asked him for his keys. Why? Because <laughs> he needs to get there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, everyone. It's a late night record for us. It's late night on a Friday. Uh, yeah, this is only funny for us. It's late night. I say it's late night. It's seven twenty-seven. It doesn't feel. Like it's seven thirty. Oh man, I'll be in bed by uh, nine. But yeah, for sure. All right. So, so where yeah, are we? So you know, he asks him for the keys. You know, and he says, "He says you've been drinking." Oh my what? god! What? Like a kneel in the coffin? Yeah. Like, Come on, dude. Give him the keys. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he's just got a little bit of a drinking problem. <laughs> what a thing to say! What a thing See, to say! He's just like further, like. Drilling at home. Oh, <laughs> like, like Dennis is like crazy. We then cut to Max showing up at Charlie's apartment, and Charlie lets him know just what he found. And I love the door swinging open, and Charlie is eating the banana. Yeah, that's perfect, isn't it? What a great choice because he could have just been standing there, right? But let's give him a banana. It's funnier. It. It's an <laughs> improv scene, you know. Yeah, just, just be eating something, and it's ten percent funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It just softens the blow too of him wearing a Nazi officer uniform. And Charles and and Matt gives a holy, holy shit, shit mirroring, mirroring what the other Charlie just did. Like he said, "Holy shit, this is an emergency." He goes there. Holy shit, it was an emergency. You know, it's perfect. We have a quick cut to D waiting at the bus stop before quickly cutting back to Mac and Charlie going through pop pop stuff. This is just a little, like, dip into, like, quick reminder, Dee's on a mission. Dee's on her way to the nursing home. Yeah, nothing really happens. She's yeah. scared of got an old person kind of yeah, so she's, next to her. She, so she is a little nervous from the old guy just sitting there, standing there. So then they're rummaging through Pop-Pop's box, and Charlie says such a great line of, I don't know, man, this guy must have been, like, King Nazi or something. <laughs> King Nazi is great. That is a funny line. They are so excited. Oh, yeah, so they're digging through all the stuff, and they find a photo of the grandfather who looks exactly like Dennis. Which is so funny. Yeah. And it... Perfect. And it's similar in some aspect to uh, Dennis looks like a registered sex offender, where there's, like, a person that looks like him. Yeah. 
it's almost like they could have done more with this picture. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, I was watching this with fiance Katie and she was like, oh, I, they should, I would keep that picture. Like they should blackmail them. Yeah, yeah. Keep it. Like they do end up just kind of like using it as a dig at the end. But she was like, you know, I want to give it to them. <laughs> you know I mean? It would have been nice to see that pay out in maybe a few episodes later or something. Right. Or even the sequel to this episode, Pop Pop the Final Solution. Yeah. Uh, this is a famous photo. They look for a painting. Right. It would be in the same field, you know. So should we um give the uniform back to Pop Pop? No, he's a Nazi he's a Nazi son of a bitch. Or he burns Screw in that old bitch. <laughs> he's a Nazi Screw guy. that old bitch. Hope he burns in hell or <laughs> Yeah, they, they say all that. <laughs> So they try to think of what to do with it, and they say they can't sell it because that would be illegal or immoral. Right. Which is Charlie doing a good thing. True. Right? Right. Choosing the better option. What if they sold it to a museum? I could live with that. All right, then. We're in business. Still trying to profit for themselves. Of course. We then cut back to the funeral service, and Dennis is giving an emotional eulogy. Lionel Keene. As we all know, Lionel could be a bit of a curmudgeon, but he had the heart of a lion. I'll tell you a story about him. It was Christmas Eve last year, and uh, I was at Lionel's house making him dinner. We got to talking about the spirit of giving, and I said, Lionel, why are we just talking about it? Let's, Let's put the spirit into action. Let's go down to the mission. Lionel said, great. That's a great, great idea, Dennis. So we did, we went down there, and not only did we feed every last poor, miserable, precious soul, but we washed the feet of every man, woman, and child there in the spirit of Christ. And that was Lionel. Lionel Keene. Lionel the Lion. What a great bit of acting this scene is. <laughs> this is uh, amazing. Dennis really... This is a huge Dennis moment. It's written so well. Yep. He's performing right he now. He really gets into it. That's a great idea. Dennis. Dennis. That right there. That line, full, yeah. like, crushes. Right. He needs everyone to know <laughs> that, he's the guy. That, yeah. <laughs> now, I love the little move of when he... You know, he says he has this prepared speech and he yeah. has like, these cue cards and he goes, you know what? He pretends to put it away. Right. He goes, you know what? I'm just going to tell you a story. And he puts them away. Right. That's a move that would work. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That's like a, that's like a con man type mm-hmm. of action. Yes. It, he's trying to make you think like, you know what? I, I'm just speaking from the heart right now, you know? Meanwhile, he had nothing really prepared probably, right? Right. And, you know. It's, or if anything, he prepared this. Right. Which is like anyone could just say this and on christmas eve he prepared dinner for mr keen <laughs> he was making him dinner. He, he makes it seem like they they like lived in love together you know like, <laughs> like he was making him dinner on christmas eve <laughs> that's, that's like a that's, <laughs> that's the best story i've ever heard and they're talking about charity and you know let's they decide <laughs> let's go down to the mission yeah you know and what do they do down there <laughs> well they Fed, bathed, <laughs> washed the souls. <laughs> they fed every last poor, miserable, precious soul. Miserable. But they also washed the feet 
of every man, woman, and child there. <laughs> How long do you think that took? So dramatic. Does it sound like it took like, <laughs> I don't know, it's like a month-long project. Lionel the lion. Lionel the lion. <laughs> the lion. <laughs> like, what gives him the right to say that? The lion. Oh, that's a great scene. And the way he, like, caps it with a wink right. to uh, Rebecca. Right, yeah. Oh, man, what a sleaze. We cut from there to an office where Mac and Charlie are trying to see if they can get some money <clears throat> for Pop Pop's Nazi gear. Sucks sound quality. I know we're not. Oh, we're, no. I, well, let's, let's, <laughs> pre- let's preface, preface this by saying we know about our sound quality. Yeah, it's not great. We're not bragging. We're working on yeah, it. Yeah, we're working on it. This is new. I'm still learning the Audacity program. I'm still learning how to do this. <laughs> the Audacity program. <laughs> That's what it's called. And so. <laughs> you read the box. Cool. <laughs> you know, so uh, this, the pod is going to get better as we go. Of course, I obviously. Hope. Imagine we got worse. But <laughs> that, <laughs> I'll that happen. I don't know. I, I mean, don't put it past, <laughs> don't put it past us. But the sound quality in this specific scene is very strange, especially uh, the curator. Yeah, you know, obviously something happened. It's beyond their control. They don't want this. You know what I mean? Like they probably were frustrated yeah. when it happened. Right. They, just, just like we're frustrated you know. when we listen back to these. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I get it. But it is interesting to know because you do notice it. Yeah, it's just low budget. Spe- Again, it's a first season. You speaking of that museum curator? You get anything on him? Oh, Ted Rooney from Portland, Oregon, got his uh. That's the one. Yeah. So Ted Rooney was in a sh- uh, another favorite show of mine. Um. Okay. Seinfeld. You ever hear of it? Seinfeld. It's with um Jerry. Is that that comedian Jerry... that makes all those observations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, ever notice right, the, yeah. the library, yeah. <laughs> okay. A, uh, a little trivia about this guy. He was the original cast for uh, Dean Pelton in Community. Really? Yeah. In, wow. in the middle of filming the first episode, uh, they switched him out and reshot with Jim Rash. I can't even picture I, anyone yeah, too. but Jim Rash. Me too. I can't picture it. How he, could it he be? He nails it. I mean, how could it be? Great call. Yeah. I mean, not that this guy wouldn't have done well, but you know, so we tra- know how good Jim Rash is. Oh, right. They're trying to sell this uniform to this curator. When they bring up the uniform and they show him, Charlie's. This is something Charlie does all the time, where like when he tries to sound smart or what, he puts on this like voice. He's like, "You notice the fine? Sounds very nice." Yeah, 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 yeah. He kind of he's like sing songy. Yeah, he gets sing songy about. He starts talking about the stitching and the fine tension, the detail. Right. And this this museum curator could not be more off put. Why? The whole idea is insulting. I plan to call the police as soon as you leave my office. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love that line. It's a great line. Yeah. And they this is this is a, a thing with the gang is they don't understand they're doing something wrong. Even when they're told they're, they're doing, doing something, something wrong. wrong. Right. He says all the stuff about I'm I'm sure you acquired illegally, you know, I can't take this. This is you can't profit off of like the tragedy. Yeah. And he said Maxwell goes so how much are you going to pay us for this? He's still trying to do it. He's still trying to push the deal. And how much is he going to pay? Nothing. Nothing? Or, or... I plan to call the police as soon <laughs> as he leaves my office. Well, Charlie goes, nothing? Or... <laughs> like, he's yeah, still so trying to pull him back. What do you mean, nothing or? <laughs> or... <laughs> nothing or something? 
<laughs> that is so funny to me. Well, Dee finally made it over to the nursing home. Oh, man. And pays Pop-Pop a visit. This is, I don't know if you noticed this, this is the first time we get a Deandra. No, Deandra. He calls her Deandra. This is our first, this is Dee's real name. And she's scared in this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's yeah, yeah, like yeah. shaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's also not into her being there. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? Like she prefers prefers Dennis just like just like their mom. Yeah. You get the idea that D and her whole family is really like put down. She's Yeah. She's like the black sheep or something. So, you know, it's kind of interesting that D D is a nickname and Mac is also a nickname. Yeah. Two out of the four gang. Well, I guess five, because Frank's there. Well, Frank uh, is the man. What's Frank's uh Mantis de <laughs> No. <laughs> what Frank the the gr- groundhog, the hedgehog, the warthog. <laughs> right, Frank the, <laughs> the warthog. Right. <laughs> yeah, the warthog. Frank the warthog. Have you ever had a nickname? Yeah, I've had I've had several. Really? Yeah, I had like a breakdancing name, B Boy Iceman. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. I guess I had one. He <laughs> <laughs> started this by saying you had a few or something. Then I thought, I'm like, they're not really <laughs> nicknames. It's sort of like pet names or something. Yeah, girlfriend yeah, you or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's like one person would call me that. It's not a nickname. One person. No, no, no. Need two more. I'm a big proponent of nicknames. I like nicknames. I think nicknames are a sign of endearment. I like them. It's a, that's a question I ask people a lot when I'm, I meet them for the yeah. first time. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. I'll be, oh, you have any nicknames? Kind of like reveal something yeah. about people a little deeper than what's your favorite color. That's, or yeah, it's good, actually. You know, I, I do that. There's a story behind it. I do that really annoying thing where I give people nicknames. Oh, you do a lot. <laughs> and it, Kobe, Golden <laughs> Tony, shout right. out. Yeah, yeah. I'll just like. But again, to me, it's a sign of a dim, You know what I mean? Yeah, it means I like you. Right. So I'm calling you something weird. Jacob, uh, we have a, a friend of our, on our improv team, Jacob. I call him Jacoby. And he must have asked me a dozen a times, times what that means. And I'm like, dude, nothing. There is, it it just mean sounds anything. like just Jacoby. I don't know. I just called you that one time. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. It means literally nothing. Now, Pop-Pop is sort of ahead of it here where he gets D to come close because he's trying to annoy her to get her out of there. And he's touching her face. I don't think that's his motive. I 100% think it is because he doesn't, he's he's annoyed with her to begin with. And then when she runs out, he goes, oh, the bathroom's just down the hall. Like, he's just, he's not worried about her. Or he just goes, oh, bathroom's just down the hall because he knew she was going to run out anyways. I did not think that was going to happen at all. Or I, I don't think that was his motive. What do you think I he th- was doing? He's just being a grandfather. I mean, he is not, get closer. He was creepy like that. He was creepy like that before. I'd be like, oh, closer. He, oh, you're so beautiful. He was. He was. Like my wrinkled hand against your face. But again. Then he put his finger in her mouth. Exactly. I think he's trying to annoy her. Because again, we established that nobody that likes Dee. That would be crazy. He doesn't, he doesn't I like. Know he, I know he's stupid and racist, but I don't think he's like that crazy. Well, he doesn't like D. Like, so. If none of the family members <laughs> like D, he's not going to say she's beautiful and her teeth are so straight. He's just going to do that because he knows it's freaking her out. At least that's what I. That's how I read that scene. No, I think he's just being like a grandfather, like lo- loving and just creeping her out. Well, either way, I don't know if you noticed, but the transition music that Always Sunny uses, yeah. kind of like their intro theme, yep. it kicks in a little early in the scene and it plays while he's touching her face. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's because that scene would be really creepy and weird without the music in the background. I feel like silence yeah. in that scene would have been weird. It adds to the buildup. Right. You know, like it kind of closes out like something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. It's, it's a little more frantic towards the end. It's just interesting to note how early that music comes in in that scene. And what do you think of her vomit? I don't care for vomit. You don't care for vomit? <laughs> in general. You know what? I appreciate a good vomit that looks real. I guess I don't want. She sold it. I, I, I don't want to see people throw. It, when she gags, that also makes me. Yeah, she she does. But her gagging she, is incredible. She, she does a great gagging yeah. thing. But like, she started the gagging thing in the room. But and as she was running towards the trash can, like that, like that, like sudden burst of throwing, like yeah, it's perfect. She's great. <laughs> oh my goodness, she's great incredible. physical comedy. She's incredible. From there, we go to the back alley of Patty's where Charlie and Macca burn in Pop Pop's Nazi stuff. Charlie finally gets to burn something this episode. I know. That's never, a nice, you never let me burn anything. That's a nice seed that he planted in that first scene. Right. That'd be something like uh, in, 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 in improv, there's a form called the Herald, and it's so complicated to get into. But no, let's no, just no, say no. Start from the beginning. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so complicated <laughs> to get into, but let's just say it's sort of like a, like a three-act play, let's say. And the third act, you sort of just mesh everything together, and the third act, everything you talked about at the beginning comes back. And what a, this is a nice third beat third act of a herald third beat where you would he said he likes burning stuff let's see him burning stuff yeah if you saw it in the beginning you're gonna see it at the he end he talked about it let's right. see it yeah exactly it's nice it's actually it's actually a cool little um you know he could just throw it in a, in a um yeah they could have done they could have done anything with it but they gave things. him the burning yeah he gave him the burning gave him the burning they gave him the burning i love that line and they agreed to not tell dennis they think it might screw him up you know Again, they're doing something super nice. Yeah, they're like, let's not tell him. And they, they but This they, is on par for Charlie so far in this episode, but it's right. not for Mac. In fact, he was just screwed over by Dennis. In That's fa- right. He has more motivation than anybody right now. Well, that brings me to the next point, because they ask each other, did you keep anything? No. <laughs> did, you, and then, did you keep anything? Nah, dude. But like... They, Charlie's, both, Charlie's, they both say that knowing Charlie's that they took something. no dude sounds real, but Mac's... No, he says it in a way it's like, yeah, he did. Again, <laughs> again, that is Mac. He cannot play it cool or sort yeah. of like lie like that. Yeah. Yeah, like he can't like play something off. So, of course, his yeah sounds like, yeah, off. he actually did take something. Dennis arrives and lets Mac know what happened with Rebecca. And when he comes up, he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you burning? <laughs> Trash. Awesome. Awesome. Again, he's also, I love that line. He's awesome. Also, but he's also not really listening. Yeah. He just wants to get to Mac. He's waiting for his turn so to talk. So awesome, whatever. I don't care what's happening. Yeah, exactly. He just wants to tell Mac what happened with Rebecca. And what did happen? He took her back to her house and they made sweet, passionate love. That sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a dick in this scene. Yeah. Because Mac is like, He's okay. rubbing it in his face. Mac's like, okay, okay, we're done. You're done. He actually he's says, like, you're the better man. Yeah, and he says, you, and he you goes, got the best of me. Mac's like, I give up. He goes, no, no, you don't no. give up. You know what I mean? He's like, no, no, no. We went, was, he, you know, he, he won't needs give to it do to him. it. He won't give it to him. He needs to crush right. him. Because that's what this was all was about. It wasn't about Rebecca. It was about crushing Mac. Right, exactly. So Mac says, you know, your granddad was a Nazi, dude. And he gives him the picture and the handshake. But <laughs> the funny, handshake? He shakes his hand? Yeah, he shakes his hand. He goes, you know what? He's like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. He, he shakes puts his the hand photo in the, the hand. In okay. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dennis looks at it, and it's a great shot of like, the burning in front of him as he's like looking at the picture. It's a great shot. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. And we go out on Charlie eating cereal and wearing Pop Pop's SS hat. 
and uh, he's watching those cartoons from the beginning. He's watching those same exact cartoons from the beginning. That's right, same sound cue. Yep. You see now that SS hat. If you notice on the front of it, there's a skull. Yeah. This is a weird. This is a weird story. But there is this hardcore band, Hope Conspiracy. I've heard of them. I never listened to them. I used to listen to them back in the day, and I had one of their shirts, Hope Conspiracy, and it had a skull on it. Right. Yeah. And I forget exactly what came up, but I was talking to somebody and somebody was like, oh, yeah, that's the death head skull from like Nazi SS officers. And that's what that's that skull pin is on the hat. It's called the death head. And it's a specific Nazi symbol. What does it symbolize? Um, It's an SS officer. It's like an elite SS officer, which is like, you know, oh, OK, the top tier. It's like a ranking. A ranking, sort of. Yes. Like, you, they would want to get that death head. Like, getting that death head pin was, like... How'd you get prestigious. it? Prestigious. Don't, I don't know. Being a super Nazi, I don't fucking know. <laughs> King Nazi? <laughs> King Nazi, I don't fucking know. But, like, so... There was a Hocus Pocus shirt with that on it. And, and I, it was so weird. And I was like, what the hell? And they were like, oh, I guess the lead singer is, like, obsessed with Nazi art or something. And I was like, that is fucking... Crazy. That's weird. That is weird. And I had that shirt and I was like, I can't wear this now. I didn't know it was. I thought it was just a skull and crossbones. Yeah, because that's what it looks like. It's a freaking Nazi death head. I'm not going to wear that. Oh, man. But yeah, that's my Nazi death head story. Did you like it? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was a story. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, what's your fave character? I kind of go back and forth, but... I'm going to have to say this is Dennis 1000%. I agreed. My favorite character is also Dennis. He's just quicker. He's faster. He'll beat him every time. (laughs) I will one-up you every time. All right. Well, then I got to also ask, what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is... Wait, who did you pick? Who's your favorite person? Uh, Dennis. I said I agree with you. Oh, you went with Dennis too? Yeah, I went with Dennis too. All right. um, Okay. My favorite scene is when Rebecca returns to the bar. Okay. When she had called Mac. Right. And she was meeting up with Mac and Dennis was also there. And he shuts him down. Yeah. When Dennis shuts him down and he's just like, not a problem for me. Right. Yeah. I can do that. Yep. Like The way he's just like, just keeps stepping right in front of <laughs> Mac like that. It's just. These two guys are so obvious. Like Rebecca would be like, this is so obvious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like how like. Characters like that are aloof. Right. We've well, seen them before they already, have to be but like to propel the plot, right. they have to be. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is gonna have to be Dennis's eulogy. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is. The I was acting. thinking it was either that or this the scene for me. Right. And um, yeah, no, you're right. It's a beautiful uh, scene. This like the the he maxes out with lying in, right. this, in the scene. It's a monologue, and you, Dennis. Later on, has a monologue that you know is my favorite monologue of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Because I won't stop yeah. talking no, about this one scene. He does amazing monologues. Yeah, they just—if you just let Dennis go, oh my goodness. Yeah, brilliant. So um, I could have watched ten more minutes of the scene. Oh, 100 percent. If if he just kept lying like this, just lie, Lyle the lion. <laughs> Lyle. Lion. 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 <laughs> you said lion, so I don't know. I maybe think lion. I I can't. I really can't even say it's it's a late. It's only eight <laughs> o'clock. All right. So, what is your favorite line? I'm gonna have to give it to D. D has an awesome line in one of the first scenes. 
I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not trying to know that. <laughs> that wasn't my that wasn't my content like contender. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple other like that bitch is dead is a great line. Science talk. Uh that's another one. That is my favorite line. Oh really? Yes, I put science talk. That because that's a How great come? it's a great Charlieism? Yes, and it's a great like setup for Charlie. It's a great setup. Like he thinks that's science talk. And if like in like the improv term, if this is true, what else is true? You can expand you, from on that, that forever. Forever. If he right. thinks that what Dennis was saying was too much science, right. then, then let's just go. Hold on. You can, yeah. you can take that and run yeah. with it. All right. Well, it's time once again for the IMDB trivia challenge. Oh no. We all know how this is played. I have three we all hate this. Tri- <laughs> I, I all hate this part of the episode. <laughs> I have three trivia facts. Okay. One of them is got? the correct true trivia fact from IMDB and the other two are made up by me. Number 1. The sound from Charlie's TV is audio from an animated pilot Glenn Howerton was in. Number 2. The music playing at the funeral service is Canon in D Major by Jonathan Packlebell and is actually a wedding song. Number three. The original title of this episode was Charlie Finds a Nazi Uniform. That's going to be two. The it second is two. one. It is two. You were correct. This is your first one. You did it. Woo! Well, I noticed you couldn't say Packleberry correctly. <laughs> I so I was, was like, I knew that was, I almost did <laughs> He would have write something he couldn't say. <laughs> I almost didn't include this guy's name because I don't know how to pronounce it. So yeah. I was like, I almost yeah, you didn't even. Yeah, your instincts, oh, buddy. Oh, man. You did it, though. You won. I don't have anything for you, but good for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so let's get to the final thoughts here. Uh, is this episode nothing or, or does it not only feed every last poor, miserable, precious soul, but it washes the feet of every man, woman, and child here? I mean, I'm not sure which is good and bad in this situation. So <laughs> Nothing or is the bad one. Nothing or is the bad one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's nothing. Okay. I love this episode. So to you... I love only... this episode. So whatever <laughs> I standard, wanna, I want to read it again. Whatever I, just, I have to select. I just want to read it again. You so want for to you, read it again? I do. So for you, <laughs> for, for you, it not only feeds every last poor, <laughs> miserable, precious soul, but it washes the feet of every man, woman, and child here. Yeah, it does that for me. I agree. I, I me for me personally, I also think that this episode not only feeds <laughs> every last poor, miserable, precious soul, so, but it washes the feet of every man, woman, woman and child, child here. <laughs> so I agree. So it was very funny. It's not unbelievable, but it is. Ve- it's very funny. You know? I, I think it's an unbelievable. I think this is the star of season one. This is gonna be up there. This is gonna be up there. Yeah. And I was looking at IMDb. And uh, they rank all the episodes individually, and this is the second lowest of the season. Really? Yeah. Huh. Gun Fever was the lowest, right? And that's your favorite. I didn't say that. You, you did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Let's check the tape. Yeah, roll back the <laughs> Siri. Roll back the tape. Um, but this episode is my uh, favorite, and it's the second lowest. Huh? Well, that's, that's weird. A, yeah, that we is both like. What I am to be called the duds, you know? Right, yeah. But st- they're still high. They're still on the high side of the charts. Like Eight. even even like a um 
a bad episode of Always Sunny. It's still good. It's a good episode good. of television. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's, it's an episode of television. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a go. bad episode of Always Sunny is better pop, than pop. I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> up. I'm telling you right now. Start, just start trying to teach me television. That's all right now. TV talk. A bad episode of Always Sunny is better than any good episode of anything else. Wow. That's bold. <laughs> Tell that to Lorne Michaels. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us here at the Always Sunny cast. Um, Ross, what do we got going on next week? Next week, we have season one, episode seven, Charlie Got Molested. And uh, how do you feel about that title? <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear that. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email questions, thoughts, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>